righteousness that we might true find our own strength to be faithful to you in return. Fill us, Father, that we might flow with the very life and love of your Son. We ask it in the name of Jesus and all God's people said. Amen. 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 You'll be seated this morning. Communion is so rich uh, an experience that it's hard to ever really sum it up with a little introduction. But communion so much of the time we think of as something that we look back with. And that's true. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. We think back 2,000 years to a man who really lived, who really walked among us. An absolute manifestation of the love and the reality of God in this world. God is, because he was, and he shall always be, right? So, so we look back with that confidence. We also look back over our own lives, and we confess our sins. We realize there's ways that our ways have departed from the Lord. Our ways have forgotten the Lord, and we repent of that. And we say, Lord, bring me back to walk in step with you. We come confessing. That's kind of about looking back and bringing things into the present. But I wonder sometimes if we miss the power of communion, which is ours to look forward. You know, communion is based on an Old Testament meal called the Passover, where the children of Israel had been slaves for hundreds of years in Egypt. Slaves. All their lives. All their parents' lives, all their grandparents' lives, all their great-great-grandparents' lives, generations back, slavery was all that they knew. And yet that night, they gathered in their homes, put the lamb's blood over the door face, trusted that night that the plague of death would pass over them, and it did. That night, they ate the Passover lamb and the Passover meal for the first time. And think about this. They gathered together in their families to eat one Passover lamb, that that one lamb might strengthen them for a journey they could never imagine, a journey from slavery into a life of freedom, uh, an existence where... Uh, they were the slaves to an existence where they were the children of God. From a place that they've always known to a place that for them was only a promise that they had heard of. And yet they with intentionality ate that meal with haste because they knew the next morning a journey was going to happen. A Pharaoh was going to set them free that had never loosened his grip on their lives. You need hope for a future like that? It's still in this meal. Communion's not only about looking to the past, it's about looking to the future, saying, if I'm loved like that, I don't have to be like this anymore. Lord, what will you make of me? What will you do with my life? What can you make of a church that has given itself to you? That's the future that we're looking into. That's the future that this meal strengthens us for. That journey. That journey. Christians have always been those who, when they lived at their best, lived with incredible intentionality. 
He was a friend of mine. He passed away just a few weeks ago. His name was Fred Stoops. He was a lawyer here in town. And I was asked by the family, a very big privilege for me because he was a good friend and someone I looked up to, had been a benefactor in my own life. And uh, they asked me to do the eulogy. And just as I was feeling really honored about doing that, they said, Fred wrote his own eulogy. Would you just read it? <laughs> and, 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 uh, and, and here it is. I'm just going to highlight some things. This guy was a character. Thank you for coming to my funeral. I was afraid no one would show up. What an embarrassment that would have been. I never would have been able to face any of you again. <laughs> Think about that. In my past life, I was... Ba listen to these things he says about himself. It's all tongue-in-cheek. And this is all he claims for himself. In my past life, I was basically a good man. I love my wife, Kathy, dearly. I'm just paraphrasing. I have absolutely wonderful children. They will each succeed in any endeavor they choose. I was well known to my church as a giver. I enjoyed the practice of law, but did not become so wrapped up in it that my life revolved around it. I saw it as a means to earn a good living and help other people. My livelihood was definitely not my life. I've been blessed by my Heavenly Father abundantly. I've been loved and cherished by my wife unceasingly. Truly, of all men, none are more fortunate than I. Remember to live each day as if it were your last. And one day, you'll be right, just as I was. Now, Fred had cancer. He was given a, a one-year promise of life when he heard that news. He kicked it in the teeth and lived four years and didn't even die of cancer necessarily. I thought maybe he wrote this after he got the, the news. You could assume such things. But he died just a few weeks ago and this memorandum to his legal assistants to be read upon his death is dated December 13, 1991. And I read it as a funeral eulogy. And it was spot on accurate. Who he wanted to be for his wife, who he wanted to be for his children, what he wanted to be for his church. He decided that 30 years ago. And he lived into it. What if you and God wrote your eulogy today? What if you decided today who you were going to be by his power? That power is in this meal. By his grace, by his, his presence, that's what he prepares us to be and to live. This meal looks forward. Remember that as you enjoy it this morning. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, Jesus gave thanks to the Father and he took bread and he broke the bread and he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this 
in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup, and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, and he said, take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we pray that by the power of your Holy Spirit here amongst us that you will not only bless these gifts of juice and bread, but as we partake, you will bless us, your people, that having received the symbols of your body, that we might truly live as your living body in this world. Animate us, Lord God, by your spirit. Help us to let go of what we've been so that we can become all that you see in us to be. Help us to live not only free of the past, but free for the future. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we ask these things, praying even as the Son has taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever.